Welcome to the Cosmere Reads, a Cosmere podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Will, and Alonda. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11 of The Well of Ascension. Enjoy! Welcome back to episode 18. Yeah, 18. That's it. it says That's what top. it says in the thing. That's what it says in the thing. Yeah. 18. Cosmic Reads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving right along. Finishing up part one of the Well of Ascension today. So um, excited to get that. Evening Pythos. Um, do we have the Drink Wars back on tonight? I don't know. Do we? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What do we got? Oh, uh, so I have a peach lemon tequila whiskey smash Ooh, nice nice that sounds yeah. fancy actually the tequila, <laughs> and the tequila is a floater by the way it's just a, to accentuate okay okay yeah. uh, and python says yes we do so i guess he has something going on i am i'm drinking uh red wine <laughs> nice <laughs> wait now what would be fancy is if that bottle actually said the word red on it it, it does say red on it. It's a Bogle, uh, Bogle, oh, okay. Bogle family. Uh, it's essential right. red. Oh, 2019 okay. California wine. It's just nice. Um, let's see. I have sleeping with, uh, sleeping with sirens, coconut rum, uh, parfait, amour, pineapple. Amour. Okay. Parfait amour. Okay. You don't, you don't hear about parfait amour much now. I like that. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I like it. I, I love the eccentric stuff. Yeah. It. it continues. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of announcements going on. Uh, last week we did not record because I was on vacation. Um, so I was at the lake, uh, Lake Anna in Virginia uh, with the kiddos and a bunch of other families too. It was a good time. Uh, glad to be back though in the swing of things. And I uh, actually got an episode finally out. So we're back to the release schedule. Hopefully keep that going now that I've kind of gotten past this job transition, vacation rut thing that I was in and, um, and back to normal uh, podcasting life. With that being said, uh, the podcast is going to be extremely busy, or at least the channel is, um, for the next few months because we got a bunch of stuff coming up. I mean, tomorrow night we're recording the Will Reads, um, the Wheel of Time podcast. That's tomorrow night, 9, 9 p.m. on this channel. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast, it was last week because uh, I usually put these out later or however many long ago it was. Um, also, in November, uh, we are gearing up for our third annual Twitter of Time Awards. Uh, it's a wheel of time thing again. I know we're talking Cosmere tonight, but uh, I still have to talk about things for the channel. Uh, we do this every single year. It uh, Twitter Times community on Twitter, our X now, I guess. I don't know what they're calling it these days, but um, it, yeah, we still call ourselves, we still call ourselves Twitter Time. And, hey, uh, X going to give it to you. Yeah, X going to give it to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so we do this every single year where we do like basically an Oscar style award show for the people that play different characters online. And it's a lot of fun. And it's just a good time for us to goof off and have fun. A bunch of content creators and I, I host it, but a bunch of us uh, put a lot of time and effort into this. So we're a little behind the eight ball on getting it going, but um, uh, it will be the first weekend of November. So it's that's coming fast, like faster than I thought because it's September already. I've um, watched two of them, so. They were yeah. very fun. Very fun. Yeah. Yeah. A Water Fortune uh, is coming back for its championship round uh, on September 15th. That's a Friday night mm -hmm. at 10 p.m. Uh, there were three finalist contestants battling out for the championship. 
So that's exciting. And then the biggest news probably to drop this week, besides a new TV show for the real time, um, Jordan Khan announced that tickets go on sale this Saturday, the ninth, uh, for Jordan Khan. Um, uh, I plan on being there. I know Ian Chris from the Will Reads are. Uh, I know Will and Alanda have talked about it. You guys are more than happy to be there as well. I would love for you guys to be there. Oh, when it, is it, by the way? Is it? It is April 19th through 21st. Okay. I don't know why I keep thinking May, but okay. Yeah, April, April it, 19th through 21st in Hotlanta, Georgia. Hotlanta, Georgia. There you Hotlanta, go. Hotlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at a, a really nice hotel, actually. It's, um, okay, cool. uh, it's an IHG pro, uh, uh, property. Property. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's nice. Um, yeah, the the perimeter in Atlanta is what's called. I guess it's what what is it? The it's not the Ramada. Someone's gonna Ravina Perimeter Atlanta. I care where the name of the. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's a nice hotel. A really really nice con area. Um, it's uh you know really big conference and lots of fun. Um, so plan on going again for our third time. Uh, I no panels have been announced or anything yet. So. Um, but I'm sure we will be involved with some of them <laughs> in one way or another. So, so yeah, um, looking forward to that. Uh, going to secure my ticket probably this Saturday. Um, and uh, if you guys need tickets, I can uh, get those too. So just let me know. Um, and as far as patrons, no new patrons. There's a giveaway going on right now. But by the time this comes out on the podcast for it will be over. It's on our Discord. Uh, so if you go under announcements on our Discord server, there's a giveaway for a free Cosmere book. No, you guys are not eligible. Sorry, Will. Sorry. Oh, boo. Oh, um, come yeah, on. I know. If you say fixed, if you'll let you guys win. Um, no, it's not the Hyatt or, or Marriott. It's um, Boo Earns. Uh, now it's going to. Uh, Crown Plaza. Sorry, it's Crown Plaza. The, oh, the, okay. Con. Yeah, that's a okay. comment there. Crown Plaza. Um, but yeah, so book giveaway going on on Discord right now. So if you watch the video on YouTube before the podcast comes out, you can still. Get in on the giveaway. Otherwise, wait till next time. We'll be doing another giveaway sometime soon. Uh, we do it from time to time. Um, hey, who won the last giveaway? By the way, did you? Did we announce that? Who won it? That's a good question. Let me let me see if I wrote it down. Okay. Um, Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm. <laughs> Jake's Jake's actually one of my mods. He he won it, and it was a giveaway nice. on <laughs> on Twitter. I think it was for merch. And well, congratulations, the- Jake. He yeah, wanted to hold that's... off on uh, getting merch until we have Skull Snake shirts. So he wants one of those. So, so once we get those up, he wants one of those. So nice. we're, we're still finalizing design there and um, and getting everything done. But yeah, so very good. Jake won the last one. So we'll see who wins this one. There's a lot of people already entered in for uh, oh, cool. this one. Uh, like 42 right. people or something like that. I don't know. It's it's good nice. amount. So so yeah. Um, see if people win some a free book. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then also another news, uh, Will is not at his normal location. He's actually semi in town. He'll be in real in town with Alondo and I later this week. So we're all going to do a real life hangout, hopefully. So, woo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So back first time. Land. Yeah. Back, back for, back for first time. Cosmere reads in real life altogether. That's hangout. right. We've- IRL guess this is make it happen. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so that should be fun. Uh, we'll, we'll have more to report on 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 that next time, hopefully. Uh, so, anyways, um, anything else you guys want to kind of cover before we jump right into this episode? Just gonna ask about the bingo card. We still do that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good question. Will, oh, yes, yes. Well, I don't have. You gotta that. let me know, not live, but yes. Um, <laughs> 
I literally I just thought about because yeah. I've been writing notes as I'm like I'm like writing notes and stuff like this should this should qualify for the bingo Some, card. Someone actually uh, uh, brought it up the other day um, about it. Uh, let's see episode talk. Uh, here we go bingo card. Got it right here pulled up. Um, so going through it, um, a dueling pimp cane is mentioned. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys mentioned. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, it's right there. Um, <laughs> One of says it being in Munich is mentioned. It's not he has not mentioned being in Munich this time. Okay. Um, someone jumps off a building. Well, that happens every episode. Yeah. Um uh Vin comes up with the plan. Uh, no, not yet. No, not yet, not yet. Not yet. No, no. And it drops midstream. I don't think it's happened yet. Oh uh, close. I, I think I put one in there was a, a miss swirling around an Alamancer or a misting. You or, did. Uh, that has happened. That has definitely happened. That, that's happened. But I'm trying to get it in a row. So a Miss Wraith pops uh, out of nowhere. Nope, hasn't happened. No, no. Uh, Inquisitor pops up like the Spence Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I wrote that. <laughs> um, someone thinks Vin is older than she is. They think she's younger. I don't think no, no, yeah, nobody's done that. Nah. Another medal's discovered. That's happened. Uh, but that doesn't make anything happen. Um, yeah, I don't think we've hit bingo yet. I, I'm, oh man, that's a shame. Um, I thought we were getting close. No, I mean there's a couple. Yeah, you're you're close on a few, but yeah, not. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. Kel referred to as Didi. Yep, that's that's happened. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that one happened a few a few episodes ago. So yeah, that one definitely already happened. Uh, so Alondo mentions. Uh, so Kel, okay, this this could be one. Alondo mentions a bag of antlers, free space, a Scott's afraid of the mist, and internet drops midstream. So. I think you just need the internet to drop, and you can win bingo. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a bad reason to get bingo. <laughs> yeah. I think that. So yeah, we're, we're close. We'll, we'll, I'll, right. I'll have it. I'll have it pulled up next time. As long as I remember, I'm not going to promise anything. But I'll I'll pull it up next time, so uh, I can put it up on the screen and kind of like nice. check off where we are and how close we are to to, to bingo. So anyway, good. Without further ado, let's jump right into. Chapter seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chapter yeah. seven. We got a lot of chapters to cover tonight, but they're short chapters, a lot of them. So we'll kind of bounce through them real fast. Um, no, you know, really short. In one so, yeah, so, yeah, this one, chapter seven, super short. Um, yeah. Says it's teaching. That's how it starts. Where it's says it's point of view. Um, you know, and, and he's, he's teaching inside this little, like, I guess and they, they're using like the ground or a single piece of chalk for the entire village. So he says, you know, yeah. and they're using, I guess, uh, farm tools to kind of like draw on the ground and like do different things. He's trying to teach about religion and teach about history. And, uh, you know, and the students are, you know, diligent and scribbling. Um, but I guess the main thing is, like I said, it's not a long chapter, but um, the main thing that happens is halfway through his lesson, someone comes in and says, you know, you know, Master says that, the, 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 you know, we were wrong. The Lord rulers back. Yeah, the crazy lady comes in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's, she seems like she's a crazy cat lady, <laughs> you know, just comes yeah. in, just like just spouting nonsense. By the way, I like I like the idea of a Professor Zazid, right? I mean, yeah, just, you know, just I, I could just see that. That's, that's a good look for him. So, yeah. And he's teaching a lot of stuff, you know, about like, you know, governing medicine, farming t- practices, just things that, that, that they'll need. Right. You know? um, and then, of course, and he, has the, he has the most reluctant student class of all time. <laughs> they do sure. not want to be there, but he's like. You need to be here. You yeah. Learn about your your roots. You need to learn about the stuff. And you're like, ah, oh, fine. 
You can switch your sages up there going Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> yep. Bueller. <laughs> it was V O O D blank economics. Voodoo economics. And he's like, whatever. Eyes glaze over. Whatever. Don't care. Yeah. Um, but you got to think about it. it's a population that's never had education, so right. they're this, this is new, and no one's really happy. And it's it's not necessarily being forced upon them; it's being highly uh, suggested. <laughs> Again, we go back to history. The best way to keep a class subjugated is to uh, deny them education. So right. now, when you're in a situation where you have access to education. It just seems completely foreign to you, the concept of learning something, right? So if you have the subjugated class and all of a sudden you're like, you have to learn stuff. It's like, ah, why? Well, you know? we made it this far without learning anything. Why do I have to learn right, something now? Right, oh, right, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Sage uh, is so, trying to make the world a better place. And that's what Sage does. Will you give me say something? He also has this like moment of introspect, though, where he's like, Man, I remember when I was working with Kel and team and, you know, I felt more like a rebel and like, you know, got a little more of a rise. Now I'm like trying to teach these kids and they don't want to pay attention. He's like, is this really what I want to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. Self-doubt. It, yeah. Yeah. He's like uh, questioning kind of where he is and if like he wants to keep doing that, which goes back to like when Kel, there was a clip like in the last book where Kel's like, says that the time will come when you know you're no longer absorbing knowledge but you're now teaching it and now he's like in that teaching phase uh, i thought i just thought that was kind of interesting because you guys know i love season but yeah you know he's he's kind of like man this like he talks about how much like darker the ash is out there and like mm-hmm. how it's just like it's kind of a, a bleak uh environment and he's out there trying to like like you said alondo like you know do the right thing but it's tough because like yeah. they've been under so much misinformation. I, that's not the right word, but you know what I'm trying to say? Just lack of information that they don't even know how to learn. Right. Right. The, the, yeah. the concept is foreign to them. They don't get it. Yeah. You know, they don't understand why right. it's important. And this guy has thousands. He said thousands of books in his head. Right. And he can like, his take that information. <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious where it's gonna go. <laughs> these these chapters with Sazed are, are like so short. I'm like, what's 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 going yeah. on? Because okay, so like, you picked he, up on that too. I was like, why is every Sazed chapter short? Yeah, mm. it's it's interesting. I'm curious to see where okay. it goes. We're yeah, me too. Some sort? I know. Oh. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, there's a re- there's a pattern here. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if I like it, but right. it is I, well, <laughs> same thinking. I was like, is are they trying to say something until they get cut short? Uh, nope. We'll see. Rope, rope, rope. Well, so, uh, yeah. So, Master Tearsman, he's come back. He's come back for us. Who? The man who died in the mist, Sazed said? Uh, he goes, no, the Lord Ruler. And then we cut to Sazed outside. And Sazed walks to the edge of the village. And who is it? Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> it is a steel inquisitor. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just not any steel inquisitor. It's 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 our boy Marsh. <laughs> so. oh, and all I thought the whole time was it really emphasizes how little the masses know about the Lord Ruler or Inquisitors that they could actually misconstrue oh, one sure. for the other. They have well, no sure. clue 
they're so going, rare. I see a guy with Riverdale. spikes through his eyes. You think it's the Lord Ruler? I'm like, well, this I is mean, also the country, and and they never seen the Lord Ruler, and they've right. never seen Inquisitor probably because like most of them are in Luthadel, not right. not out in the countryside. So right, right. It would be yeah, very. So it's just it's this mystique. It's just like this this veil yeah. of mystique there, and they like they don't understand. Like it's like oh well, what's this thing and what's that thing and whatever. They're like oh, it's just. There's a crazy person out here that looks yeah. weird. Probably yeah. the Lord Ruler. Kind of got a little swagger to him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I've, I've had the privilege of my life of, uh, and I say privilege because it was a privilege, uh, to visit um, like tribal people that, you know, that, that, that where they, you see, they see things they'd never seen before. And it's almost like right. they associate with magic kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. very much. Um, yeah, uh, taking it back. I, I remember right. at one Indonesian village uh, on one little tiny small island. We stopped there and we gave some of the divers like just diver masks that they could use, and they were literally freaked out by them. Oh wow! Because I mean, they never yeah, right. put diving masks on. You can see, like uh, just yeah, completely freaked out by the diving mask. They didn't like them. They didn't want to wear them. <laughs> they were like some kind of like. Weird. I mean, they're like, they're like, have you, have you, have you tried diving without it? Uh, that's no. what we've been doing all the <laughs> time. That's what we doing so, for, uh... for, for thousands of years. We're good. Yep. <laughs> they're using that diving mask as a bedpan right now. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we, we gave them one as a, as a gift because we didn't have any money. Like, well, yeah, we didn't have any money to give them. And I don't think they even took like currency because they're, tr- I mean, they have loincloths, dug out canoes, that kind of thing. Right. But we got our anchor rain chain uh, wrapped around a coral head. Uh, just the tides changed and wrapped around and one of the guys dove down to the bottom like just like he man it just like oh like it was nothing like it was nothing just muscle the yeah. chain right off of the coral head and like we're like yeah. we got to repay him somehow and like here's a dive mask and they're like freaked out by it we're like i don't know what else to give you like right. <laughs> we got an extra one uh-huh. <laughs> anyway um so of course, he had a sign. He was holding up a sign the whole time. that says, "We'll take back rubs." I don't know if you saw. Yeah, that. I, I, I missed it. Yeah, they wanted to give us a kid. They did want to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Yeah, that was rough. They, they they wanted to give us a kid because they wanted him to, him to have a have a life outside the island. Oh no! And I was like, Oh, we no. can't take a kid with us. No, no, we can't. Oh. <laughs> Holy cow! I think the Indonesian authorities would have lots of questions. We shop in the next island. We had to, we hadn't checked into customs yet, um, and that was the next island we we're going to that had customs because this was tribal, so they didn't have like government that's buildings. That's rough. Oh my gosh! So, I yeah, mean, that, we, that, we had to decline that's, respectively. That's depressing. That's depressing. Willing to yeah. like sever ties with your own child. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, the family was trying to give him away for a better Oof. life. Um, wow. That is, yeah, it was. Um, wow. It was, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. So on, on that low note, Smarsh shows up and he's looking really down and depressed as well. At least he's looking different. Not necessarily depressed. He's just a lot harder. Like yeah. his humanity is slipping, it seems. Uh, and that's what yeah. I gathered my first read, at least. Um, he's, yeah. So he's just comments he's off. Like it just yeah. doesn't, doesn't seem right. And Marsh is trying to get him to come with them. Like, yeah, we need to go check out with the rest of the Steel Inquisitors. Like, what do you mean the rest of them? Because, like, yeah, we have to go back mm-hmm. to the Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, are you with them? Like, like what are you doing, Marsh? Because <laughs> at the beginning, Marsh seemed like he was like, you know, the friendly Inquisitor, like the uh, the, the, the the Mr. Rogers of Inquisitors. He was like right. a nice guy. He's like, ah, I got these spikes in my eyes. But, you know, hey, I'm, I'm still good. Now he's getting just a little bit more distant. 
mm-hmm. and a little bit more off-putting. And his his phraseology is like actually becoming much more succinct. Um, yeah, and he so says like, in case my brethren, matter of factly, you know, like, and when he says my in case my brethren discover us, and he's like, and 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 thinks he says brethren, brethren, like, just calling <laughs> like, them. Are you uh, uh, aligning more and more with them? With them? <laughs> like, what's going on here? What's up, man? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough all around. Yeah. Um, yeah, everything about him just seemed dangerous. Like, uh, I say he described him as dangerous. Uh, but then he kind of talks himself out of it. So don't be foolish. Marsh is Kelsey's brother. You know, it's, he's, you know, fine. Marsh kind of orders him, go get your things. And he says, well, I got to tell everybody I'm leaving. And that's kind of how we end this chapter. Um, and he, and by the way, and he just stands there. He's like, okay. He just stands there, just like, yeah. like he's just gonna sit there, just like stoically, just sitting there. I mean, until and what do you back. think of the reason Marsh gives? I mean, he says obviously the brethren thing, but he also says, you know, hey, the Mister are coming during the day. We need to do something about this. Like that's yeah. that's why you have to come. Yeah, but he's and also he's, being very aloof about this whole. Uh, what was it? The stronghold or whatever they're trying to go check out. Um, it is the um, the conventicle uh, convin- of Saren. Right. And so he's being very aloof about exactly what's going on there and what have you. It's just it's almost like he's being purposefully just uh, vague. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The whole thing just sounds kind of just sus, sus all around. So, yeah. Let's see what happens. I, I wrote down zombies. And okay. because it's like he's like on a mission, right? He's, he's clearly got an intent to do something, yeah. but he also he's less humane about it. He's just like, this is what we got to do, and this is where yeah. we're at. Are you coming or not? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's he's definitely not uh, the same Marsh Inquisitor. He's now more Inquisitor than he is Marsh. Um, yeah. And now that I'm thinking about it, I mean they took down the lord ruler what's happening because there's still a presence of these you know right. lord ruler minions around but there's no more lord ruler so it's almost like are they kind of forming uh their own or sustaining their own force um on the background right and trying to regain power i'm sure they are well I mean, it's a great point because i mean the they've already uh talked about the fact that the obligators are still staying together um, it's still like our a, 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 a leadership entity. Mm-hmm. The, these inquisitors are still out there. Um, and like Marsh is talking about, they're still brethren. So regardless of who they serve, they still are in the same like cadre. And so you got to wonder, it's like, well, what are their intentions? I mean, I'm talking about individually, mm-hmm. individual collectives. Like what are the obligators intentions? What is the inquisitors intentions? We don't know yet. Um, but we're also not privy to that information because stuff is happening off scene. And then all of a sudden, like Marsh comes in, and he's like, we need to do the thing. And I'm like, is it a trap? I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. But I, I don't know what these uh, groups purposes are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. So um, anything from this? I mean, very short. I mean, literally, it's. It's like two pages long, <laughs> like chapter uh, before we move to Vin, which yeah. is for a lot longer of a chapter. Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. Anything you got, Will? Or are you good? No, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Chapter eight. Um, so Vin's going through the street, has her, her puppy, um, Orsir, <laughs> tagging along as, they're, uh, as she's trying to 
fly around and half lose him, try to play games, make sure she can keep up and, and still doing his, her normal thing, testing him out. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she's going around, she gets to, I guess, to a certain spot and she's, you know, uh, I guess drops a coin off the side of the wall uh, and Osir's there and she's you know, like, hey, you move quick. You know, it's like, oh, you're just moving on the palace grounds. I figured that's where you're going. So I just guessed. And this is also the Wolfhound body's a lot faster. Yeah, the human one. He's like, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Osir's he's not happy like, about this this dog thing. But at the same time, he's seen some benefits from it. I mean, he's, he's getting there, though. He's, he's, there. he's coming on board, slowly but surely. Yeah. He doesn't say this body. He's like, these bones you gave me. Right. Yeah, he says these bones. Yeah, he, These bones you gave right. me. These are some nice bones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at the bones. Look at the bones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's and the third just, Money Python in the Holy Grail <laughs> reference I've made this week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sorry. Here's to many more. Um, so it's a great reference. It <laughs> always is. Always is. Um, so it holds up. It's one of those rare movies from the '70s, like a lot of British comedy from that time. Oh my god, does it hold at all? I showed it to my up. sons a couple years it ago. I hate to keep, I keep having a, these segues, but Lord have mercy, I showed my sons that movie. They laughed their heads off and they were like in that like teenage range where it's like they don't want to spend time with you we watched that movie they were glued to the television and laughed oh, great. their butts off it holds awesome. up it, it holds, holds up, up. Yeah. Monty Python's holds up <laughs> it's great <laughs> anyway. I mean so yeah. 70s right like 70, uh, 76 I think it was 76 it yeah. yeah something like that really yeah, yeah it's, 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 <laughs> oh it's yeah old. it's got age it's got age too. it's got age yeah. <laughs> that was way um, ahead of its time yeah Oh, way ahead, yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so she decides to go into the city um, with Peter. Ben takes off running uh, into the streets. Osir keeps pace for a little bit. and Ben thinks it's impressive. Um, just kind of uh, moving through all this until she finally gets to a point where um, I guess they stop and they have a quick conversation. So let's 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 start there. Uh, yeah. Osir, canine form, thumped on the rooftop short day distance. Ben frowned. Um, how did you get up here? And that's when they talk about, you know, the chase and everything like that. And, and also a little more about the contract. Um, Cause they were talking about, you know, fighting, you know, why are you even following me? It's like, why well, my contract protects you. He's like, but you can't kill people. And he's like, but there's other ways I can help you. He's like, I can dog. go get help. And, and all she can think about is he ate Kelsey here. Like, uh, well, and- she's still like this grudge, this, this tension. But she's she's saying that as a way to not have any type of emotion towards him in a favorable way. She she has yeah. to remind herself of that just to basically be. It's almost like you know uh, meeting a you know a bully like years later and they're like a nice person and you're like yeah, but you did give that little kid a wedgie back in the day. You got to remind yourself. It's like I can mm-hmm. I can't get fooled into what you are now. I gotta remember how much of a jerk you were then. So, yeah, yeah. And, the, and then she uh, spots the watcher. Yeah, this whole watcher thing is just weird. The whole interaction. <laughs> and, yeah, I wanted to get yeah. your thoughts on all this. This is this yeah. is interesting. Yeah, I mean, so they do this little cat and mouse game, you know, and <laughs> and then she finds out what Duralium does accidentally. Oh wait a minute. Okay, I had <laughs> I had notes on notes on notes here. All right. <laughs> First of all, you don't know what it does. I get that. All right. Why in let's just call it the heat of battle. 
why yeah. then would you try to burn something that you do not know what it does? That's like going out and being like, hey, I found this rocket launcher. Now, I don't know how it works. It looks like uh, buttons. <laughs> just go ahead and just see what happens. Boom, and it's like it just goes off, and you don't know what it does, and it like blows up a village. And you're like, oh, man, that, that's my bad. I don't know. I didn't know how far the rocket was going to go, how it was going to land, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that's the way it was with her. And when she does that, I'm like, what if what if this metal was its its sole purpose was to melt your skull? <laughs> I mean, it kind of does with tin. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying, yeah. though. I mean, it, it, and she got lucky that she was not burning the wrong metal at the wrong time. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So it uses all the metal you're burning all at once and uses all it all in one gigantic blast. Boom. Yeah. Which is pretty cool, but also terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Because of the implications on what you can do. Imagine pushing or punching someone and burning Peter and then doing that at the same time. Like you would just, yeah. I mean, like nuclear bomb goes off. Like, you know, they right. do like the things like the videos, like of a needle speed light at earth would be like the size of a nuclear bomb. Like, yeah, your fist in the face would just yeah. disintegrate. Right. Um, you basically yeah. turn to atoms at that point in time. Yeah, like, yeah. It, boom, atoms. It go, it go, it, what was the quote I heard? Uh, it, go, it goes from biology to physics. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, you, yeah yep. <laughs> you turn from biology to physics. Like, so when someone, <laughs> someone used that when they're explaining um, uh, when the, the Titan submarine imploded. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when they said they're, they're going to go down and look for human remains or whatever. It's like at that point, it goes from biology to physics. Biology to like, physics. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking, about, you're talking about molecular breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to find biology down there. You're going to find physics down there. That's right. <laughs> Gross way of putting it, but that's what happens. It is true. Um, that is very true. Yeah. Um, so anyway. So she does that, gets extremely pain because of all the tin, uh, and the watcher then comes down because uh, you know it's almost like he's kind of worried about what just happened, and then whispers, you know, to him, you know, like so only he knowing that he only he could hear if he had tin on, you know, like maybe I just did that to make you lure you in or whatever. He's you know takes a step back and you know and and they, and they have this little brief conversation where he asks a lot of weird questions and she gives a lot of answers and. He doesn't necessarily like the answers and then takes off. So what do what you, what, what are your, what, you know, he, he introduces himself as an enemy. You know, he's, you know, he, mm, yeah, I, he, he says that he says it, but he, I don't know. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. He says he's crazy, but you know, Vin, Vin points out, like, I've seen crazy. <laughs> I've seen crazy. <laughs> I've seen crazy. I, I, and I, you, I, sir, you are not crazy. I, I was born in the streets. I've seen crazy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> She's like talking about. I've seen some crazy sky. Hey, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you ain't crazy. Ain't crazy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. thoughts about all this? I will. It will talk because uh, I got. I got notes. <laughs> we should go with your notes. Honestly, like I don't know what to what to make of it at this point. It seems like he's like a lone wolf. Like we don't know who's he's who he's uh, if he's with anyone or mm-hmm. what. So it's just it's kind of strange. It's like not enough information for me to like make any conjecture but i guess uh there's like a weird dance between him and ben because she even admits like he's pretty good like he's pretty good at what he does they're they're a good match so but the fact that like they they got into that fight kind of came to a 
ending that was not anything significant. Uh, it's it's yeah. a weird, weird uh, character. I don't really know what to make of it. Like, yeah, maybe I mean, he's a spy he... from one of the armies that's hanging out outside the walls. Maybe. Um, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is interesting. I mean, there's some things that I guess they're set. You know, he asks, well, the first question he asks is, like, did you really kill him? And she knows immediately. So, the Lord Roller is like, yeah, I did. It's like, mm-hmm. why do you hang out with these guys and play their games? Like, and she's like, they're my friends. He's like, hmm, wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> just, yeah. So, what do your notes say, Alondo? What, what, what are your thoughts? All right. So, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> This whole chasing thing, all I could think of the whole time was Dark Knight. That line where the Joker is like, do I really like a guy that has a plan? He's like, I'm like a dog chasing cars. What would I do if I actually caught one? He's like, I don't know. What I do. That was Vin chasing this dude. I was like, lady, what is your end goal here? You follow this watcher, dude. Let's say you chase him down the freaking like alleyways and blah, blah, blah. And then you got him cornered or trapped. Then what are you going to do? gonna kill him for what he didn't do anything he did nothing to you other than help you in a previous situation so i was like what's your end goal here so that was like really i was like come on this doesn't this makes no sense then burning the metal like just it's like hey i could just random metal in my pocket let me just go ahead and just see what happens i'm like nope no you don't do that (laughs) not this lady has not been up against a lot of misborn Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's been up against a few. She's been lucky uh, too. Very <laughs> lucky. And she still considers Kelsier the strongest one she's ever gone up against. And that was right. just Spark. I'm right. like, and this guy is on another level because she's seen what he can do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what was your end goal here? You put yourself, which obviously puts the entire kingdom at mm-hmm. risk. I was like, no, 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 no. The whole time I was shaking my head, like, no, don't do no, it. no, don't, don't. I'm like, and I keep reminding myself, she's a young girl. She's, you know, you, you know, barely an adult, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she's gonna do some risky things. But Lord, I thought Kelsier was Cavalier. This is Cavalier, right? Yeah, this is yeah. That, this was hard for me to read. I'm like sitting there just the whole time shaking my head, like, no. No, don't. Do, no, 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 no. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm then, wondering if, if this, sorry, Alan, if this yeah, go ahead. watcher is part of a bigger organization or a bigger group of, of misborns <laughs> that maybe fly under the radar. Maybe he's coming in to say, like, there you we go. heard about you. What's your deal? And he's right. like, oh, you still hang out with these buffoons. Like, mm-hmm. you're not one of us. Right. So maybe yeah. I don't know. I look I look forward to learning more about this dude. But. Yeah, because what if, what if it had been a trap the whole time? What if this guy had showed up this last time and was leading her into a trap situation? Because she said, based on the fact he got up into that uh, that room, you know, and he jumped off or whatever, got up, closed the shutters on his way in, and she was only mm-hmm. able to find him by burning bronze. Yeah. Oh, bronze. That's right. She could hear yeah. the falses. Yeah. Right. But she want to give away, um, she could do that. Right, because she's like one of the few that can Pierce actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, what if he has scoped this whole thing out and set a trap for? Her? I'm like, you're not even thinking on that level. I mean, that he's like by himself. What are you just like with a cadre of like other 
Mistborn, who are like, you know, yeah, we'll take you out because he's working for the army outside the walls. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Yeah. 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 But he, he definitely doesn't want to kill Ven, even though he claims he's an enemy and insane yeah. one. But yeah. But yeah, Vin didn't let him go um, to to Osir's uh, dismay. He's not very happy about that. Um, and Osir comes trotting up, and you know they talk for a little bit, and that's when he, you know, offers her another way to help. You know, carry her vials for her, and she's like, "Well, how are you gonna do that?" And he's like, "Check this out." Uh, <laughs> if they ever make a movie about this, I don't want to see that scene. <laughs> the skin muscle just pulls apart. Just He's like, pulls just put apart. it in, just yeah. put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> put it in my meat sack. Kind of gross, but hey, it's effective, it. right? Uh, great yeah. way to carry stuff and hide stuff. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm trying it, to picture it, the sound effects. Like, <laughs> From uh, South of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I like the obfuscation, though, because they explain the fact that you can't pull a metal that's actually attached to somebody's skin or right. if it's, like, you know, uh, attached to your body in some way where it's, like, metal and mm-hmm. skin contact, like a ring or something. You can't just like, right. pull it off of them or something. Right. Um, if it's on your belt, you could just throw it away. So, yeah. Right. If it's on the, yeah, right. Or, like, the army stuff. Like, it's like if it's just right. armor, it's just kind of on the outside. Um, so that was... So I'm glad that that was re-explained mm-hmm. as to why that would not be something that uh, you know another Alamancer could see. Uh, right. You know that they're just like vials, like in this like you know wolf hounds like skin and whatever. Right. So yeah. yeah, good explanation though. I liked it. Yeah, and you know he even says it doesn't really hurt him that much. And anyway, he's like, yeah, it doesn't quite work that way for us. It's right. kind of a, it's something we can do. It's gross, mm-hmm. but we can do it. Right. And that's how we end this chapter. Um, so any any thoughts on all, all this besides what was already covered? Um, just yeah. weird watcher. We finally get to talk to him, at least. We still know who he is, but right. at least we get to talk to him. Mm-hmm. That, that and then the uh, chase with Osir. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Vin has a realization like, oh, well, this body he's in now is better. And yeah. Maybe he can be helpful, you know? It's yeah. a great choice. I mean, yeah. and that joker is big. His... his they said it, it comes. His shoulder is mm-hmm. three feet off the ground. Right. That's a big. It's like a great dog. It's a, it's a big dog. Holy it's a big dog. Cow. Yeah, big dog. You can almost <laughs> ride that thing. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, all right, uh, chapter nine. We're back yeah. and says it. Um, so yeah, another yes. shorty. The very short chapter again. Uh, says it in Marsh. They they arrive at the. At the was it the convention the conventicle of Saren, um, and, and they really were just kind of this whole chapter is them just kind of get into a an argument about like you know, Marsh thinks that Caesar should be back in Luthadel helping out the kingdom, and Caesar's like, no, my job's more important here, and Marsh's like, it's not enough. Like you're you're one man. There's a gigantic amount of land to cover. Like it's just what you're do. You can have be a lot more effect. And his to to Marsh's point, you could be a lot more effective you know um at the, in, you know in the kingdom advising Elland and and Vin than he could just go into random rural villages and teaching and that's what marsh's you know point is but mm. yeah any thoughts mm. i felt like this is just marsh being marsh okay i yeah. mean it, it sounded it sounded more like marsh this chapter than marsh sounded the previous uh, chapter seven 
Yeah. So I felt like this is more like the way you hear Marsh kind of talking and the way he interacts and what have yeah. you. So I felt like we got a little of that humanity back. So yeah, my suspicions from chapter seven were, you know, yeah. assuaged by this chapter. But I'm still holding out that something may not be right with Marsh. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It did allude yeah. to uh, what's going to happen in Luthadel is something that like it's it's. Yeah, people aren't going to forget like his teachings that he's trying to do. So mm -hmm. they alluded to like what's about to go down in Luthadel is going to be a huge deal. Uh, I I did circle also. Um, Marsh just says they're talking about something, and Marsh replies, "And your friends," and he's referring to you know Breeze and Docs and all those people right. who, you know, at one point you would have thought Marsh would say those are my friends too, right? It's my brother's crew but he says to says it and your friends so mm -hmm. like it's it's like he's going closer to that you know inquisitor side like he's not even considering that group his friends anymore and it's almost like uh i'll give counterpoint on that though because go for it remember marsh really wasn't quite aligned with that group he kind of had True. to come in almost i want to say he was almost kind of coerced in by his brother um, he was he was for the rebellion but he was all, he didn't find the rebellion for years he just was not yeah. convinced with kelsier's motives that's what it was it was the motives it's the way they accomplished the goals right. i felt like there was always like a little dissonance between the two of them back and forth mm -hmm. so so that's the reason why i didn't put me off um uh, will i think you still have a very valid point um i'm just saying that's the reason why i didn't like raise up any antennas for me However, what did raise antennas for me, though, is what you just said. He was talking in a very prophetic way um, about Luthadel. And I was like, is that like something that comes with that Inquisitor process? Is there something going on where you can see things? Or is he just talking about it because he's just so confident that things are unraveling exactly the way that, you know, he knows because he has big picture um uh a perspective of things whereas everybody else is like you know down here on the in the growling level i didn't know that and so i figured we just need to find out more about this inquisitor process which as i assume is going to come up as marsh continues to uh kind of pull back the curtain because right sure. now there's just a lot of uncertainty about what what an inquisitor can do because they are like this super super crazy being and we just don't quite understand what they can do. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. This chapter or how they get the powers. Super short. Yeah, yeah, it was super short. There's not much that happens here. Oh, it's, it's like, like look, yeah. I had to rewind it because I was like, <laughs> literally, I thought I had napped in the middle of a chapter. I was like, did I fall asleep? <laughs> and the chapter was, and I went back and listened to it again, and I was like, man, I hope I cannot believe I, I nodded off here. I was like, no, I didn't nod off. It was just it's that short. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, I'm trying to remember the. Aaron Jensen loves to do this kind of stuff. Um, uh, let me see. I'm, I'm just trying to look up something. Um, okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't what chapter it I is. The dynamic between Caesar and Marsh. It's it's weird. It's got me a little like tense because it's like, yeah, Marsh is bringing Caesar into the. And to do something, and it doesn't feel right. Something doesn't feel. Something doesn't feel. Yes, Will. I, I, dude, Will, you're nailing it. You're nailing it, man. That's exactly what I feel too. It's like 
something's kind of off. I don't know yeah. what about it is off, but something just kind of feels a little askew. And it, it feels like the lack of information like plays into that, and maybe it's purposeful. I'm, I'm oh, sure that's yeah. purposeful. Yeah. Yeah. So th- this is a Stormlight Archives, but there's a chapter, and this is how the chapter begins. And I love listening to the audiobook of it because it's hilarious. Because it starts with one 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 eight two five one zero one 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 two seven one two four nine. It goes on for like five ten minutes. It's, it's great. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever What's watched Futurama. <laughs> In Futurama, there's this thing where like uh, Bender uh, reads a certain series of like binary code, and then yeah. he can travel back in time. And they tattooed it on Fry's butt, and so he goes, "He's like one one zero seven one." That sounded like that for just a second yeah. when you said that out. One, one, like, one, two, nine, five, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, there's a, there's a chapter that starts like for five minutes, just numbers. <laughs> it's like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> It makes sense once we get there. Once we get there, it'll make uh, it'll make a little more sense. Not really, but it 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 makes you laugh. We listen to Michael Kramer uh, read out numbers for five minutes straight. Um, I'm gonna plug (laughs) another show real quick for all the people out there. If you have Mm -hmm. not watched the IT Crowd, BBC show, things hilarious. But there's Mm -hmm. this this is one scene where they switch from using. I guess in England they use a nine 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 was their emergency number. Okay. But then it changes to this long number. It's like one nine four nine eight nine oh three three seven three two eight nine four three one two nine seven or whatever it is. And I think it's hilarious that you just reminded me of that when you said that too. But anyway, just put my a plug in for that. That's that, their emergency that, code. So, that's their new emergency number. <laughs> so, so a fire, they catch fire in the freaking like office. He's sitting there like no nine 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 three two nine. He's trying to type the whole number in again. So, yeah, highly recommend. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, easily. <laughs> yeah. Uh... There you go. Pites just Don't said you, you, you won't be able to read past that point unless you know what that those numbers mean. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Great. <laughs> we'll have to stop the podcast and uh, no yeah. more reading once you get to that point uh-huh. until you figure uh-huh. out what it means. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Let me get my numerology uh, skills together. Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. Um, <laughs> anyways, so um, ready for chapter 10? Yeah, yeah. Politics. Yeah. We get some politics going now. I, I know you guys mm-hmm. are political junkies right and love a political chapter <laughs> sure yeah no uh, i'm being sarcastic uh but so, actually i love the politics in, in this book um but yeah because i do enjoy a good politics scene uh but yeah this is the general assembly um vin and hammond are guarding ellen as they go to the assembly meeting where ellen's prepared a speech about the army siege of luthadel and it pretty much just immediately goes to crap at first. I mean, it's yeah, it doesn't go over well. Like the whole the whole assembly's like, no, nah, we're not going to give you an extra power. Like just just forfeit, let the army take over. We're done here. Alan's like, give us time, and he's like, yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I guess of course one nobleman's the guy that stands up and is just like, um. You know, you know, it doesn't necessarily. It's not necessarily for Ellen. Just kind of like understands Ellen's point. It's like, yeah, okay, fine. Gives us a better, rather, I guess for him, it's a better negotiating point. Not necessarily that they're conceding to 
the inevitability. It's just that rather than playing our cards right now, this this lets us look a little harder to get. Maybe we can get a better negotiation out of it. So he's looking at more strategic, not really a fan of Ellen and not not trying to save the city by any means. Just trying to be like, okay, get as much out of this as I can. So there was like, there was a lot of there was a lot of dissonance. A lot of people had different ideas. But then, like you said, I think it was Penrod stands Penrod, up. Penrod, yes, stand, that's it. yeah. And uh, you realize, okay, Ellen is you know the 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 king who has taken over. But Penrod, like there are other forces of power because as soon as Penrod stood up and started negotiating with Ellen, you realize now that they're getting mm-hmm. ready to take this vote, uh, the other people behind Penrod are like, right. yeah, okay, we'll follow this guy. So what do you think about the structure of the general assembly? So, I mean, it's, it's made up of three groups. I mean, you have merchants, you have no free nobles that from the previous and then ska representatives. Yeah, ska. Right. Yeah. The whole thing is weird. Uh, to me, because uh, you have this ska, by the way, remember, uneducated, unfamiliar with all these business workings, mm-hmm. but they have. A but now they wear suits. <laughs> yeah, that's suits. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dogs in suits now. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's that group. Then you got these merchants out here, which, of course, are like going all your business people, which is basically like the equivalent of like, you know, your, uh, what, what is that? The, uh, Board of Commerce, yeah, board you know, com- yeah. You chamber, know com- what, chamber of Commerce, yeah, Chamber of Commerce. Thank you. And yeah. they have no political affiliation whatsoever. All they care about is making Isn't that money, money right? right? And then you have the 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 noble people, you know, is that third faction. And I'm like, right. the whole thing just sounds it sounds like a cluster all around to me. I'm just being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't sound like the best way of of, of forming a government. But at the same time, I mean, it, it definitely has those roots of like uh, when you try to form democracy. What do you do? I mean, you have to, um, you know, if you look back to the British symbol, you have the House of Lords and the House of Commons. Like it's the, uh, you know, that that dichotomy. And and even yeah. America was, you know, the House of Representatives and the Senate were supposed to be kind of mirroring the parliamentary system, um, you know, but taken to different different level uh, of Britain because right. that's what they knew. Um, but yeah, so but I guess they're trying to do that here, where I guess the lobbyists have their own group too, being the, the merchants. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. right. You, have, you have the common folk, you have the rich folk, and then you have the, the lobbyists, uh, and mm-hmm. they all have a voice and a vote. Um, yeah. And none of them agree with anything. The, the problem with that is, you know, with a three way uh, system like that, is that, you know, I would just feel this is what I, when I first read it, I feel like the, the Scott always get the short end of the stick on this deal because the merchant, I just feel, would line up with the nobles more than they would with Ska. And maybe I'm right. wrong because they just look at money and where's the money still? The money hasn't been transferred. It's not a communism. Right. Com- and communism. it only requires and it only requires a two third vote. Yeah. So that means basically if you get all of the noble people and, and all, all the of mer- the merchants mer- aligning mer- on anything, they can always overpower and overwhelm anything that Ska want to do. Right. Yeah, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, are we entirely sure that Ben didn't uh, lob a sword at Ellen? <laughs> Another <laughs> 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 Monty Python. <laughs> I love the fact that I'm not the only one on this Monty Python kick. Thank you. 
That's no way to choose a king. Some, some, <laughs> Just some go wet, some moistened bits. Some wet moistened bits. <laughs> moistened bits. Sort of loves juice. a scimitar. <laughs> sort of juice. <laughs> Love it. Love the lady of the lake drew forth the sword and gave it to me and gave me the authority <laughs> under God to be your king. Some moistened juice. Sort of juice. That makes you a king. <laughs> That's no form of government. True power is from the people. Hey, by the way, there's a mandate from the people. <laughs> The movie came out in 1975. Yeah. Me and Monty Python, same age. Boom. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> Facts. There you go. <laughs> yep. Anyways, so yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, good meeting. Uh, yeah, after it's over with, you know, they, they, they agree. He gets, you know, they, they take the vote. The proposal is accepted. Um, the assembly says that, you know, King Ellen can make official parlay with his dad. Oh, and by the way, the whole time Vin is like, she's like mad at everybody who's like opposing her boyfriend. She's like, mm -hmm. "How dare you go against my boy?" She been taking some. She should have been taking some tips from uh, from Breeze and been uh, been uh, you know soothing, soothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should, yeah you know. But, but Ellen probably, probably could... would not. Ellen probably would have frowned upon that because he yeah, he, wanted, it... he probably wanted to. He's a good boy. He wants to win it outright. He doesn't want that kind of. Oh, stuff. sure. And plus, you know, she she's even later on, she says how good he is at it, though. Mm -hmm. Breeze is so smooth with how he does it. Breeze it's like he doesn't, great. you don't even realize. <laughs> this is the man. You don't understand what Breeze is doing until Breeze finishes doing Breeze things. And you're like, okay, yeah, Breeze is, he's on that other level. So. Well, we're about to get to that. Oh, oh next, yes. cha next chapter. <laughs> uh -huh. Good old Breeze. Uh, your yeah, boy so, <laughs> yeah, so Ellen comes, you know, back to Vin after the assembly, you know, breaks for lunch after he's passed and, you know, uh, goes to talk to Vin for a little bit. And they're like, man, this is tough. You know, Emmy, Emmy makes a joke about it or something, you know, like, yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is for the birds. not for me. I'm a soldier. I don't, I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, right, like right. This, this is brutal. Um, yeah. And Ham goes to leave and, um, and this this is what switches to Ellen's point of view, where he goes and talks to to Penrod. Um, you know, pulls him aside. It's like, you know, you did the right thing, and, and Penrod's like, I didn't do this for you. I'm all about giving this to to your father. Like, it's just, yeah. it's like, you know, just I don't want to play on my cards right now. You know, I just want to keep going. And and, and during all this, this is when Vin comes up. He's like, uh, guy, talk to you. Um, there, there's a terrorist woman in the back, and she didn't come talk to me first. So that's not right. <laughs> Yeah, because all the terrorist women that come, all the terrorist people that come in, they always want to come see me. The, uh, she didn't. Something, something's fishy. Like, did <laughs> you guys? Like saying, it sounded like Vince saying she didn't come pay tribute, like yeah. a mafia movie or something. I was like, what is <laughs> it does, about? it okay, does kind of give those vibes a little bit, but I mean, that's her yeah. justification for like why, like she's suspicious, right? You know, and, and you know, and. Did you think at any time this is like a, a threat, or did you think this something about to go down right here? Or I locked it in the brain vault, and then what happens next chapter yeah. makes me think back to this person. So we'll leave it at that. Okay, for right now. Yeah. Well, Ellen's like, why would a terrorist woman try to kill me? They're terrorists. Like, what? And Vince's like, yeah, probably not. Just old habits. Mm -hmm. Um. So, but I mean, so you, you locked it away for that. Any thoughts, Will, do you have about this terrorist woman in the back that's just kind of staring at Ellen the entire time? That... Mm -hmm. 
I was excited to see another terrace terrace person, <laughs> person. because like we don't yeah. we don't see them a lot, right? Okay. And I was like, ooh, you know, whether they're out to kill Elland or they're just coming back into the mix of things, like um yeah. you know, I'm I'm hoping for that that terrace, you know, force to come in and just do all the right things like the treants. So yeah, no, I was I was hopeful that like they weren't out there to do anything bad, that they were there to kind of uh kind of like watch this shift as you know ellen is now in power and they have people trying to take the city so yeah yeah definitely yeah and during all this commotion this talk uh a group of soldiers comes marching in straight up to the front and it's like uh we got a problem it's like what is, is straff assaulting they're like no there's a second army marching in they're like what <laughs> This can't be good. Yeah, that's another shoe drop. Lord yeah. Second army, like that's a, it's not fun. Um, that's not a, a, not 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 good news. Well, maybe mm-hmm. we'll, we'll find out later. But yeah, but um, anyway. Oh, at this moment though, you're like oh, at this moment, great. it's like, like yeah, great. So what I thought initially is I was like, okay, so they're waiting for, you know, Ellen's dad to come in, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then these guys are going to, like, pick, like, meat from the carcass uh, right. afterwards and just, like, you know, whatever is left over, we'll, we'll you know, yeah. kind of take it, take as well. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't looking good. It wasn't looking yeah. good. And we don't, and it ends the chapter with not knowing who this army is, just another army's approaching. So, right. another large army. So, mm-hmm. a- any final thoughts from this political scene? I know we kind of raced through a lot of it, but, I mean, it was just... Um, yeah, there's some meat in this chapter, but it's definitely uh, all about the General Assembly and yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Will. Dis- display of the shit show that that <laughs> is around Ellen. Like uh, he hasn't figured out how to lead. He's he's trying to do all the right things, and I feel like it's kind of backfiring. He has a good heart. He's a good man. <laughs> great heart. Let, let's great let's heart. be real here. There, this whole this whole setup right now is being run by kids. Now, they're being consulted by adults, but they're mm-hmm. being run by kids. Ellen is a kid. Vin is a kid. Right. You know, I mean, so, yeah, I right. didn't expect them to be, like, you know, masterminds of um, political-social... Well, you still have docs uh, and, you have docs and so. clubs that are elder figures. and you know, Again, but they're, but they're in advisory capacities. You know, so we don't know how old uh, Osir is. He, he's a conjurer. He could be like thousands of years old. I, mean. <laughs> I don't see him like really. I don't see him like really providing like you know political advice. You know, he's not going to be like. So my thoughts on the situation are woof woof, <laughs> woof, 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 woof woof, woof, yeah, woof woofy woof, woof 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 woof. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you guys ready for the final chapter? See, fun, see, see, see. Yeah, this one's fun. Um, so they. Race out of the General Assembly up onto the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, to much to their dismay, I guess at first you see a, a, a rider leaving the army at full gallop, running for the walls. And at first think a messenger, and then they see several other horses behind at a full chase. They're like, no, not a messenger. And then uses 10 to, to look a little closer. He's like, that's Breeze, and he's mm-hmm. being hunted right now. And we need to do something now. And yeah. I, this whole time, all I thought was was you, Alan. That's all I thought was like Alan's probably just like, well, what the heck's happened to my boy Breeze? 
Breeze is at full gallop, running for his life, and there are people right. hunting him down. And 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 Ellen immediately says, "You know, get riders out there." And Vin realizes he's not going to make it. They're going to catch no up. There's no way that. they're going to cut him down before he makes it. There's no way he's right. going to make it in time. Yeah. And Vin just goes, "I got this," and, and they're all like. There's no way you can't make it that far. You because Ellen's like, there's no way I've seen you jump. There's yeah. no way you could jump that far. That far, yeah, yeah. But little did he know, she found something new. <laughs> I mean, I can just imagine this on like the big screen or like small screen of the TV, like just this, this scene. Yeah. By the way, I I I feel like every time she burns this, uh, is it is it. Dura, Dura, Duralium. Okay, Duralium. Duralium. Every time she has used it, all I think of is the Superman line. It's like faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, (laughs) able to leap a tall building in a single bound. You know, that's that's all I think of the whole time. Because basically, right now, she's got the, uh, you know, she's got the speed. She's got the jumping capabilities. I'm waiting for her to like, mm-hmm. you know, be stronger than like a locomotive. Now it's going to happen. Well, um, this kind of yeah. kind of happens. I mean, this, yeah, this fight scene is epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, she <laughs> she's crafty. By the way, this whole uh-huh. exchange that happens, she is crafty. I mean, she's she's on the fly. She's like, yeah, really, you know, adapting. So yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so she goes over the wall. She burns steel and. Duralum pushes off and like a bullet just flies. I mean, I want to oh. say it's like a mile away <laughs> like, through the air. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I assume a mile, right? Yeah. I assume like they're just like, holy shit. <laughs> and then she's just somebody taking off like that. If you're just standing next to somebody and they just boom and mm. just take off like that, it would freak me out. I'd be like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> You just move my yeah. wing back. All right. Yeah. yeah. And she gets her trajectory. It was perfect. I mean, she lands right behind uh, Breeze in between her and the archers. Yep. Because the um, yep. they were like, they were knocked. They were getting ready to just like a release. Like, yeah, right shoot. And she, and she lands and she downed a vial on the way to replenish herself. And as soon as like she lands, she pushes back in the steel arrows and like, and it shatters sh- the shafts. shafts. <laughs> as they're flying. And it hits him in the forehead. Look. Yeah, she's right back in the forehead of the of the, of the yeah. archer. Yeah, um, nice. yeah. So, and she just like you know, I I can just imagine her coming down almost like this meteor, like dust, like big boom, and dust cloud comes up around her, and she's just superhero like, pose, badass, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And by the way, she's disoriented because she's not used to leaping really high in the daytime. It throws right. her off because she's because she can see the ground approaching. Night. Right. So she so she says like disorienting to her this happening in daytime. I was like, that's, that's I mean, a cool. That's I guess a cool if you note. can see yeah. the ground coming up fast below you, well, you know, it's um. Yeah, you'd be freaked out too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you know what it was, I mean, if you're if you're trying sperm well, it just happened to form in the middle of the atmosphere falling. Yeah. Sorry, my hitchhikers. Uh, my hitchhikers yeah. <laughs> reference there. There you go. Hey, look, if I can drop Holy Grail references, <laughs> you can drop hitchhikers. Hitchhiker reference, yeah. Oh, yeah. Suddenly, a whale came into existence and started falling from the sky. He's like, oh, what's right. this? I'll call it wind. This? Oh, this is my tail. I'll, <laughs> I'll call it a tail. Oh, what's yep. that big thing coming? I'll call it ground. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> and his life was over. <laughs> and just like, so. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, 
so yeah, so she lands. Uh, they immediately ran their horses in and start knocking um, stone tip arrows because, yeah, they're they're not dumb. These, this is an army that's fought elements before, like, right? And uh, she's like, not today, because she uh, uh, flares draw them again with a steel push against their breastplate and the horses, you know, the horseshoes and the bright, you know, every little bit of metal and just flares it again. And it says the horses and people both alike. So the entire horses were flown like leaves in the wind, like just. And horses just <laughs> screaming. The horses yeah, were screaming is, as yeah. they're just being thrown off. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she has the audacity to just start running and keeping up with Breeze's horse. To, to <laughs> and, the, like, and the horse looks over like, what the? What, what the hell? <laughs> and the horse is getting upset. Like, it even writes, like, Brandon Simpson wrote, the horse like seemed like it was getting upset. Like, why is she keeping up with me? Well, how is a human keeping up with me? Wait, what? <laughs> what in the black Jesus? What? <laughs> Um, so what, what, any, any thoughts uh did, will do you any thoughts about the battle scene or anything like that or just the way she blasted those horses back it was like uh it was like ants man it was like they're just yeah. oh, gone just gone. Get out of there yeah. Dur- you say duralium duralium yeah duralium yeah yeah it's uh it's an intense new discovery <laughs> it, yeah especially used for fighting um if you have enough vials to use it of course uh Vin with style, you know, they get back to the gates and they're opening the gates for Breeze and she goes ahead and just pushes over the wall and jumps over and lands, you know, casually in the courtyard. And like, yeah. Little flare style, little show off oh, there. Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And Breeze is like, you know, thanks her, but says, you know, at least she did it with style. That's a, that's a nice way of saving me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we get, we get Breeze back, which... Boy let, me take, let me take a sip of my wine and let you guys talk about Breeze for a bit. Uh. <laughs> sure, we can talk about Breeze. This guy comes in. By the way, they go through the gates. He's panting as hard as his horse, right? He's like, mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, because you know he's not a very uh, sprightly man, right? No. That's, that's not his. That's not his jam. Right. <laughs> and then all he keeps wanting to do, he's like, "Can we please go upstairs?" To, yeah. to the freaking, he's like, I don't want to sit down here and talk. I want to go get some grub. I'm gonna go get some wine. Go get some wine. Whatever, whatever, whatever. He's like already switched back into like you know polite mode. He's like, yeah, yeah I was almost killed, but now it's time for Breeze to be breezing things. And yeah. it's like the dude's hands him his dueling cane and all this kind yeah. of stuff. He's like, hey, can can we just get upstairs and get this feast on? Yeah. I'm ready for my food, please. Yeah. And they ask him, it's like, you know, so you were part of Set, so they learned Set's army, uh, which the assassins yeah. that were Set were Set's men. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess a scouting party that came out before. Um, um, that Set's army. And, and, and you know, they asked Breeze about it. It's like, so, you know, why are they here? He goes, well, because I brought them here. Like, I and like you them. did what? <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, yeah, uh, duh. Duh. Like, why wouldn't I bring them here? Like, of course <laughs> I'm going to bring them here. Uh-huh. And, is and they're they're so confused by all this. So like, why would you do something so stupid? He's like, stupid. This is brilliant. And like, Ham starts to get it. He's just like, my God, man, you are smart as shit. Like, like I mean, because he makes a good point. He's like, you know, when you're negotiating, like, adding a third party and just throws everything in a loop now. Because now we're at a full standoff. Yeah. Because if one invades, their forces will be too weak to fight off the other one from coming in behind them. So no one's going to invade now, in fear of the other one. 
taking right. them out, which gives them because the other, yeah, yeah. the other army will be a cleanup crew, right? right. It was like, okay, we'll just wipe out everything that's left after the first two fight, right? And, and Vince pisses like, how'd you get him come so fast, guys? He goes, oh, he spread some rumors about ATM. He's like, it was you. <laughs> You were mm-hmm. the rivers. Mm-hmm. Of course I was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, so how they turn against you and goes, and they ask is like, so you're sleeping with Seth's daughter, weren't you? <laughs> it's like, uh. <laughs> Breeze is like, I ain't that kind of guy. I ain't that kind of guy. Come on now. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what do you think about this whole idea that Breeze had though? I mean, I think it's brilliant, but. And once you learn where Breeze is thinking in this thought process, I mean, it is pretty smart. When you hear it all laid out, it makes sense. Right. Um, yeah. At the time, he said, oh, yeah, I brought the other army. And I was like, did he bring the other army to fight or the other <laughs> army? You know, I, I didn't understand what was going on there. And yeah. then I was like, okay, when it was explained, I was like, okay, well, I get it. Now. I think they even asked, like, did you bring him to join us? He goes, oh, of course not. No, no, of course no, not. Even, no, of course no, not. No, no. Oh, no, I can't do that. Like, no. Still kill us. Like, but, right. But at least now, they Straff can't do anything. Um, no. Uh, you know, the, the, obvious, the obvious hope is that Straff and the set army fight and deplete each other enough right. to where the Luthadel army can, can handle everything. So, right. I mean, that would be the best way. case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think it's really smart to have another army there to mix things up right because it's it's one-on-one one's underpowered it's just game over so right mm-hmm. yeah and as breeze points out he says you know the weakest party is now going to have the strongest negotiating cards because whoever i throw my lot in with like we're going to be able to overpower the other one so now we have a better negotiating platform trying to negotiate with a larger army you have no negotiation like it's you have no foot to stand on to negotiate like Right. We're just going to destroy you. I don't. There, there's no negotiation. It's just give us everything, and that's it. Right. But now that please he has, yeah, please don't obliterate us. That's basically. But now, if he can throw his lot in with one of these two, mm-hmm. the other, not that they're going to, but 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 the, the I guess the the perception that they would um, gives them a higher leg to negotiate now. Right. So yeah. Yep. Anyway, so any thoughts of all I this like before? Well, I thought they threw in like, yeah, we would have been there sooner, but uh, I think there was a bad case of diarrhea that went around the whole crew. Oh, man. (laughs) Had to put that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caused by our boy, uh, 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 Spook. Spook, yeah. He looks looks over at Spook and he's like, like, are you still a dumb nuisance? Yes. (laughs) This wasn't, wasn't with the nothing. It wasn't with enough. <laughs> of course. Um, so, yeah. And then we get to the final scene where you get the big dun 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 ending to uh, part, part one, which is look at the bones. Know, look at the bones. <laughs> and the first set of bones, they're like, well, yeah, those are, we know about those bones. And Vince, yeah, yeah, you know, Vin doesn't yeah. say anything about it. He's like, yeah, we know oh, about them bones. Them bones. Yeah. Oh, those yeah, ones are fine. Bones. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, what about the other set? What about those bones? What are the what are, what what other set? And and Orsier's like those aren't mine, which means there's a second conjure in the mix, right? right, right, right. Um, and it could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, but it has to be somebody. So so now now we're getting to clue situation where it's like 
who wasn't around the last couple hours mm-hmm. and could have, you know, blah, 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 and, you know, eaten the bones and blah, blah, blah. Because those are the yeah. bones of, of the previous form. So it's mm-hmm. like, well, now they, but they're also, they're yeah, so someone's been killed and yeah. been consumed. And right. now someone is the new bag of antlers. And that's a shame because we don't know anything about who it is. Now, I keep going back to uh, the lady, <laughs> the thing. Yes, that's a good reference. Um, <laughs> I keep going back yeah. to the, the, the terrorist lady. I'm like, well, oh, well, that's the obvious choice, right? But I'm like, but if you, if you, she wasn't seeing that, because I, I wrote a note to myself as this was mm-hmm. all going down. And then I refuted my own note. And I was like, oh, another country. It's a terrorist woman. I was like, no. She wasn't seen but before that, that scene. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Then right? goes to immediately has to be a crew member. Like it has to be one of her crew. Because why? Who else would you pick? Like it would be, be. Right. Like it would have to be a crew member because that way you would be able to infiltrate yeah. completely. Right. Um, and because they can they can impersonate almost flawlessly. Anyway. Um, yeah. Whoever they take over. Yeah, they even said, you know, uh, Lord Renu, you know, like even Renew, his best friends yeah. didn't even know it wasn't him anymore. Didn't like, know it was him. Yeah. 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 So. They, they personally done the personality, the way you speak, your mannerisms, everything. Yep. Um, so it's could be literally anyone. <laughs> could Anybody. be could be a Contra yeah. and is not on their side, maybe. Maybe not. I don't yeah. Know, but, it's, uh, but now we gotta think about, you know, what's the agenda? Um, is the agenda to kill, which you know we don't know. Uh, Even if it's just to collect to... information, like now you have to be so guarded about everything, right? Like, right. and you've now created a, a a huge trust chasm. Sure, amongst I your mean, amongst your government. The idea of just a, a conjure just being there just to sow discourse that alone could be disruptive to everything. Um, so yeah, it. it who knows what the, uh, the, the the purpose is there? Yes, but thank you, Pythos. If this really was Monty Python, it would be Brandon Sanderson's balance. Now, Contra's actually writing this book. It's not actually Brandon Sanderson. Oh, book. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like the concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's not even a Brandon Sanderson book anymore. <laughs> Fools, yep, you guys. Yep, yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that went real meta, real fast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like it, yeah. though. I like it. So, yeah. and that's how we end part one is, um, you know, the big, uh, yeah, starting up a clue. We're, we're going to mm-hmm. be uh, doing a clue thing in this whole book, probably. Yep. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, that's so all I'm thinking of. I'm like, you know, it, what's the weapon? Uh, in which yeah. room? Mr. Mustard. Uh, mm-hmm. With the candlestick, you know. Yeah. Is, is it Colonel Mustard? Colonel, Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, just yeah. thinking the Beatles song, Me, Mr. Mustard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Very good. Um, very good. Anyway, um, so yeah, um, that's how we end this section. So, final thoughts on all of this. So, first of all, Pythos, that's true. There was yes. a Deadpool comic book where he did try to kill all the Marvel writers and artists, and of course, there was the one where he actually killed the entire Marvel universe as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Deadpool does Deadpool things. Yeah. Um, uh, so generally, uh, I. Marsh in Sage, that whole thing, man. I'm just, I will, I, I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling positive about your boy Sage, man, right now. I'm just, mm-hmm. it's not a weird place. 
he is he's, in a, he's, very, he's in a very, very strange very, place. Yeah. Um, it's almost like I feel like uh, uh, when you see these movies, like someone's getting like bit by the zombie virus, and you're like, uh, I'm, I'm fine. And then you start turning, and then they turn on you. I feel like that's what's happening with Caesar and Marsh. I feel like Marsh is going to be like, I'm going to turn on him, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, it's unfortunate for yeah for Caesar. I hope that doesn't happen. I, I will say the next chapter is a season chapter. It is more than two pages. It's actually uh, quite a few pages. So it's uh, oh, good deal. Okay, so get, should, you, you'll get some more season. <laughs> get some season action. Okay, gotcha. Good, good. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, thoughts on these chapters? Go ahead. Yeah, well, lot, lot, lot of build up. A lot of build up. Um, it's part one. We, we, got, we got we got a lot of book left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of build up. I don't know, like it wasn't like um, a whole lot of profound. But, like it's developing, right? Like um, sure, Ben and Obsor, you know, they're kind of becoming a stronger alliance, and then then you have Ellen, and he's just not. He's not fit for the role he's in right now. He's so not the ready. Whole team, yeah, Sazed needs to come back. Sazed needs to come back. Oh, I'm worried about Sazed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, you're on the brink of war. There's a lot of uncertainties, I feel like. There's a lot of like mm-hmm. just uh, chaos going on. Not chaos, just, uh, you know, people are freaking out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. You bring up a great point, though. I mean, I still feel like, I mean, Sazed has thousands of years of history in that noggin of his, which means he also knows tactical things. He has all this knowledge, and he's not there. And that, to me, I feel like is a huge um, problem, a void that they have right now. Mm -hmm. Him not being there, I think, is like a big, big deal. Um, I know it's good storytelling, because it's one of the things that you always do, if you want to tell a great story, is if you have a group of people do everything you can to keep them apart as long as possible to keep that suspense there. But mm-hmm. man, Sazed not being there, that's that's a problem to me. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Well, um, any other thoughts about where we're gonna be coming up to or any thoughts from these chapters besides Sazed? 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 Um, well going? my favorite character is still clubs. I still like clubs. Okay. Clubs is just clubs. Every still time there. he steps okay. out. <laughs> Every time he steps up, I'm like, "Hey, he's just old, a cadre little dude." I'm like, "I like." That was him. my next question. What's your favorite favorite character? So he's still clubs. Yeah. All right, still clubs. Yeah. Yep. Might, I'm well, gonna go with the Condra this round. Condra. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a good. Serious. That's a good call. That's a good call. Yeah. Or serious? Uh, is yeah, he's nice. Serious, yeah. He's, he's, he's abiding by the, the Condra contract, but I mean, he's he is. proving to be more valuable these days. So. That's oh, true. I wrote a bunch of notes about that about the the contract. This contract, mm-hmm. I put air quotes around it. I'm like, how is he getting paid? Atom's involved somewhere or another. What's going on with this? Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah. I've got a lot of questions about this contract. Sure, um, so I want to hear more about this. I feel like there's going to be more about this later on. Yeah. Well, next time, I guess I can do my favorite character. Um, my favorite character. Who is my favorite character? This episode? come on, say Breeze and just stop. Stop Here with you know. suspense. You know. Stop with suspense. Come on, my boy Breeze with my Dorian cane. Uh, <laughs> should, should I take a sip of my wine? Uh, 
There it is. I mean, it's this great. guy came in. He came in almost getting assassinated and still had swagger. Come on now. You, you're gonna you're gonna give it to Breeze. At least you saved me with style, I think was his line. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's what Breeze would want. Uh, you know, at least do yep. with style. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. good times. So uh uh next week we'll begin uh, part two, uh which is Ghost in the Mists. Ghost in the Mists. And we're doing three chapters. So 12, 13, and 14. Okay. Three chapters next week. Um, Good deal. Yeah. So not not a crazy ton of chapters uh, like we did this time, but they're normal-sized chapters again. So back to that. Um, And, yeah, so how we can be found uh, is thecosmereads.com. That's our website. Um, Go there, visit it, find links to social media. We do have Facebook now with zero followers. I just made it and I have not announced it yet. So here me, here's me announcing it. We have we have a Facebook. So um, go follow us on Facebook. The Cosmic Reads. Go search for it. Um, I did post something the other day saying like, hey, here's me screaming to the void because no one falls us yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm here. Um, so yeah, follow us on Facebook. Also on Twitter, our ex is going to give it to you, whatever you want to call it. Um <laughs> You know, uh, you can also, I do post on the other social medias as well uh, about Cosmere, even if it's the Will Reads. Um, a lot of times I don't have, I, like, Cosmere Reads doesn't have his own Instagram. The Will Reads does, but that's just me sharing memes that have nothing to do with the Will Reads are the Cosmere Reads. If you want to follow that, that's just where I mean dump things because I don't know how else to use Instagram. Uh, <laughs> that's just how I do things. Uh, so it's just a meme dump. Um, and then, um, we're also, the Will Reads is also on threads and blue sky. Um, yeah, you're on blue sky, the exclusive social media platform. Um, thank you, Pythos for sending me a, a link to that. Um, so you have to get invite when Pythos, Pythos invited me. So, um, yeah, we're on there too. So if you happen to be exclusive and on blue sky, um, we're on there as well. And I do share stuff about the Cosmo Reads and what's going on on the, both of those under the will reads. So um, just because they don't allow for multiple, they do allow for multiple profiles, but they don't allow for easy switching, which uh, is annoying. And if you don't have easy switching, I'm not going to do it. Like, right. cause it's, that's like, if I can't click a button and switch between profiles. I'm not going to log out and log back in. It's just, just, it's, right. it's, it's too much. So that's <laughs> drama. Yeah. it's too much. I'm trying yeah. to fast when I'm putting information out, I'm like mass sharing stuff to different platforms. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not doing that. So, uh, follow us on all the different places. Go to our website, has links to a lot of things, our discord server, go follow us there. Check out our merchandise. New stuff is coming. Um, we have to finalize that Scott stink shirt and hopefully some more shirts to come. Um, and we'll continue on. Um, and also Patreon. Got to mention that we do have Patreon, so yeah, um, check that out because that would be awesome. Because we have a lot of cool tiers and we get some live readings and things like that if uh, we get some members. So, uh, go join. And with that, that's all I got for this week. So, until next time, guys, Scott's thing, Scott's Scott's thing, fresh. Thank you for listening to The Cosmere Reads. See y'all next time.